Hey guys, it's Mike and Andrew, and we're back again with another Poor Man Fantasy Football League podcast. Hey everybody, and welcome in. We're the fantasy football show that gives you a peek inside the life and times of our dynasty league. I'm your host, Mike, and with me as always is my brother from another mother, Andrew. <laughs> I would hope so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Especially since, especially since uh, you, you came out of uh, what, White Court? That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I see where you're going with that. Yeah. Small town, inbred. Yeah. Ha ha. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I wasn't going that road. Oh, you weren't going that road? What road were you going? <laughs> well, just the distance. It better be from another mother. That's right. <laughs> we could have the same dad, but just different mothers, right? Who knows? <laughs> All right. And by, the, and by the time you were around, Oh, that, yeah, my dad, you're, you're my dad wasn't even in this. Pro, wasn't even in Alberta. So, <laughs> oh, okay. And you know, he wasn't a traveling salesman or a or a sailor. So, <laughs> my my dad was a traveling salesman. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's right. All right, folks. It is Wednesday night, January twenty sixth, twenty twenty two. We are nearing the end of the real football season the super bowl is fast approaching we've had many glorious games this past weekend uh i want to kick things off there before we get into anything else andrew i want to hear your takes on each and every game because i didn't get to watch them live i watched the 17 minute breakdown of each game after the fact and i have i have i am taken aback but i want to hear your comments first you, you know what this this last weekend showed why all of those teams deserve to be there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so well matched up. Like the NFL could not have planned that any better. No, those, those four, those four games were so well matched that well, they three, three wins by a field goal and the other in overtime. Yeah. How, how lucky the NFL got with having the Chiefs game being the Sunday night game. Oh, that was, that was by that, far the best game of the four. Yes. Like be like having what, what it was like three touchdowns and a field goal in two minutes. Two minutes. In two in two minutes and then the overtime. And you know, you see a bunch of the coaches and GMs now saying, Oh, we gotta review overtime rules. Oh, by far. Okay. Let's let, okay. Let's, let's put a pin in uh, the games and let's talk about that specifically, because I think that's going to be big news. I would love to see a changeover because that is just a heartbreaking loss. You win the coin toss, you drive the field, you're going to score. Whoever won the toss was driving the field and getting the score. Right. But it's hard to say though. Right. But because what if you had to kick a field goal, then they would have got a, uh, then the bills would have gotten a chance. Right. It, it's possible so that the defenses were involved in in all of this. Their defenses could not match up and slow down or stop the yeah. the epic rush uh, that the offenses provided, right? Which is fun and exciting for f- football fans, right? Because you, yeah. you see, you want to see that action. Now, I don't know what the answer is. I've listened to several podcasts while while working throughout this week so far, and there's a variety. You're cheating on us. No, I'm not cheating on you. <laughs> I, I love football, and I get my stuff through audio intake. I don't get to do a lot of video intake, yes. uh, unfortunately. Oh, I so I, I listen while I work, while I drive, while I live life. And the 
the opinions of what the solutions are are so vastly different on on how to address overtime in the NFL. What do you have an opinion of what you personally would like to see? You know, I I I think what they should do is just my again personal opinion do a uh, a shortened uh, fifth quarter. Kind of like in hockey, you play a period, right? Right. If it's still tied at the end of the period, you keep going. I, I would agree with you. That is that is my first, first instinct is to is to do exactly that is to follow along what what other sports have done to manage their their overtime, um, challenges. Hey, you you want to have a ten minute overtime uh, period quarter? Do that. Whatever the score is at the end of that time period, that's it. It's done. If it's still tied, guess what? You do it again. And you keep doing it until one team outscores the other. Yep. That's that's what I personally would like to see. I don't want... Yeah, I don't want whatever it is that we got. Because I don't feel it was truly fair in the sportsmanlike conduct. It was like, hey... You got you. You took it by chance. You took advantage of your chance, and you succeeded. And like, sure, there's a bit of gamesmanship in in that, but I would have loved to have seen them knuckle down and some one of the defenses come up with a, a massive play or a special teams that just like tipped the favor in one side or the other, and that would decide the game as opposed to what we got. Yeah. Well, now I'm. I found an amazing graphic here. I'm going to post it up in group chat so everyone can see it. So if you're following along at home, uh, CBS posted CBS sports on their Twitter account. Cause yes, now I'm using Twitter. They posted this silly graphic of the back and forth, the last two minutes of the game and the score changes and the time it took between each of those. I'm going to post it up in group chat for everybody to watch. It is, it is mind blowing when you see the time stamp to everything. Imagine if they could have done that for the whole game. You know how many points that would have been? That would have been awesome. Okay, so here's here's tight, but yes. Uh, okay, so I'm going to give you guys a little bit of stats here. In the last three meetups between Kansas City and Buffalo, do you know what their uh, their total points scored are? No, I have no idea. Chiefs 100, the Bills 98. In their See, last three, that, they are. that's how good these teams are against one another. They play, they're, yes. it's so tight. They're like, uh, they're like, uh, they're like Cincinnati and Cleveland. Yeah, they just, just teams they, that you just like, they we light just each other up mm-hmm. um, points wise, but it's so close. Um, like, I, I go back to like, there was, there was one game with Cincinnati where uh, Cincinnati beat Cleveland 50 to 49. Like, how much clo- you can't get any closer than that. That's just crazy. No, it's it's incredible. It's such a high-scoring game, and it could go either direction. Yeah. It's fun. It's a really exciting to watch. So um, yeah. I'm loving football right now, and even though I don't get to watch the games live all the time, I do enjoy that little 17-minute video clip that the NFL puts out on their YouTube channel uh, after. Because, man, it's just like, whoa, look what's going on. I, I can kind of keep up. All right, well, let's talk about... Um, the other three, nope. the other three games, like you, you yeah. look at, well, the debacle in, in Green Bay where you only got ten guys on the field, like 
Yeah, you deserve it then. <laughs> That's that just epitomizes their season, the way things were going for them. Yeah, I, I, I don't. You know, crappy at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. They go on this amazing winning streak. They're all cocky, and then you blow it and you do it to yourself. I think Aaron Rodgers gets dumped on quite a bit. Love him or hate him, he's a good quarterback. But I think, especially how he's addressed the game after the fact and things that he's recently said, I wonder if he, if his team doesn't connect with him anymore, right? Because if you if you have a team that you you believe in your quarterback and everyone's kind of like in in line, all moving in the same direction, right? Like they're all gelling, they're all vibing together, kind of like how the Bengals are right now. Um, I don't I don't get the sense that. The Packers, as good as they are, that that they are vibing together as a cohesive unit. I I fully agree, and I think part part of it is the way the be- the season began. You know mm-hmm. what? Screw you guys! I'm not playing. I'm not playing. I'm not playing. So the rest of the team's like, well, you're you're, you're supposed to be our leader. You're supposed to be the the heart and soul of the team, and you're already talking about jumping ship at the end of the year. So, you know. This is a one and done. Thanks, but no thanks, right? Like wham bam, thank you, ma'am. Yeah. Type type situation, right? So why would you vibe with him, right? Why would you gel with him? Um, you know, he may be the nicest guy in the world, but he essentially sold the team out at the beginning of the year saying, I'm not here next year. And you know, you know, just as fate sets it out, right? Like only 10 guys on the field for that field goal. They, they, they're doing it to themselves. Sure. Right. Self-destructive. Yeah. yeah. Subconsciously self-destructive. Right. So, you know, and, and then even his comments at the, after the fact, Hey, I'm not into this for a, for a rebuild. Uh, no. Okay. Oh, I get it. You're too old. He's too old for rebuild. He can't do that. He needs oh, to be involved that. in with a winning team. He had a winning team, but something, yes. something didn't work right. Whatever it is. I'm I'm guessing my my feeling is is he's partially involved with whatever the problem is. Yes. So yeah, I think I think and I think it is. It's a lot of the where the guys are like, why would I invest in you? You're not investing in us. Right. Yeah. You're just one and done. Now I get it. There's situations where like Tom Brady. Tom Brady lands in Tampa. Well, everyone knew he could be one and done, two and done. Like who knows how long he's going to be around for? So everyone can rally behind that. But if you got a guy who's been there forever and he's talking about like I'm done, I'm moving on. Yeah. It's like you put that sense of doubt or I don't know, that fissure um between everybody. Yes. But see, but yeah. see, and that's and the difference with the Brady thing is, right? He's the incoming. And like, yeah. hey guys, I'm gonna come here for a year. Let's do the best we can. Let's see what happens. Right. You're bringing and, life I mean, to something that was wasn't didn't yeah. have life. Yeah, and and like you said, people can rally behind that. But you know, when the guy says, "Okay, at the end of the season, I'm done," and you've been there for like fifteen years. For, yeah, especially yes, yeah. The guys that have been like some of them, offensive line or defensive line, and and you know, other players that have been there for four, five, six, seven years with them, they're like, "My dad just left me," right? Like. It, 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 you know, it's to to break it down. Some of the guys might even be devastated by it, right? Like, yeah, well, you, my best friend just walked out on me. The front man of your band just walked out on the band. Yes, yes. So, 
Well, I guess time will tell exactly what ends up happening. Um, yeah. Again, through some of the other podcasts that I've listened to, it sounds like they are in deep financial caca. Yes, they, they might are. not even be able to afford to keep him. Like they might have to dump a bunch of their team just to keep him. And if doing well, so, they might not be strong enough to be contenders. Well, and I think that's where, what he was referring to when he said, I'm not here for a rebuild because they have so much cap to dump. And he's part of it, right? So dump him, get some draft picks mm-hmm. out of the out of whatever trade you end up making for him and be part of the rebuild. I get that. Yeah. Um, so Rams and Rams and Bucks. As as a Lions fan, man, I love seeing Matt Stafford win, man. I, I love. So Juan, you posted and I finally got to see that uh, that gif image of uh, that that Lions fan cheering for Stafford, man, that is so many Lions fans. You, If you guys want to jump on to the Reddit channel uh, for the Lions, uh, there is a lot of love for Matt Stafford over, over in Los Angeles. It's just great to see him win. We knew he could do it. We all believe in him. And, like, I got to go go Rams. Horns up, man. Like, it's it feels fantastic. It, you know what? It's... It's the Cinderella story. Like it is because you know he's a great quarterback. He's above average. He's not. He's not like epic. I wouldn't put him in the same realm as Brady, or as like the Josh Allen's or Mahomes. But he's a damn good quarterback. But he was just. He was never in a situation where they would excel. Exactly. Yeah, I agreed. Like they just couldn't get. Um, they couldn't build a team so, to, to do know, it. At the, at, at the end of the year, he's got to win comeback player of the year. I don't think I don't think he qualifies for that because I think he's been good enough, but not. Yeah, I don't think he qualifies for that. Oh wow! I I see. In my you think, opinion, you think he I, would meet the criteria? Well, I don't know what all the criteria is for it, but you know, going from you know, kind of bottom of the pack to taking your team to the Super Bowl, but literally from where, where did they finish last year? Uh, second um, last, third, yeah, third last. I think we're, so I think we're, pretty, yeah, so pretty, we're from... pretty, we were pretty close to last. Well, not last, yeah. but close. <laughs> Fifth, maybe actually. You were, you were holding hands with last. Oh no, we much. picked. Um, <laughs> that's right. We picked. Uh, I think we picked fifth overall. Oh, okay. Seventh. Okay. Oh shit, maybe it was seventh. My apologies, because we picked uh, Penny Sue. I think seventh overall, right? So we finished seventh last. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, but still, you know. Playing on a, a a team that perennially sits wasn't, down wasn't in that a, wasn't even a contender, yeah. To take into a, a, a different team to a, a Super Bowl, right? Yeah, that is a pretty good comeback. It's fantastic. Um, you know, the comeback criteria might have been, you know, a, a guy that was hurt or a guy that didn't play a full season or what have you. Like to me, Christian McCaffrey is going to win Comeback Player of the Year next year maybe. when he gets a full healthy season in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you um, also beat Tom Brady. Yes. And an angry Tom Brady too. Yes. Oh, that. See. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I think I triggered you. That was. Okay, let's a, hear it. That that was a cheap shot. That and, was a cheap shot by Von Miller. And you know, and, and I'm a Von Miller fan. I think he's a great player. Oh, he is. But I was messing with you player. at that point. No, he's not a cheap player. But he's getting in your face. He's messing with you. He got he got into the face, and then for Brady to be the one to take, he's bleeding, and he's saying to the ref, 
look at my effing face. I, you know, I didn't bite my own lip for Christ's sakes. Yeah. Right. Like how could you, how, how could they penalize Brady? You know, yeah, maybe because he, he was he was trash talking maybe too. Dropped, maybe maybe he dropped an f bomb or two. But. Oh, I'm I'm pretty sure he dropped <laughs> dropped some curse words for sure. Yeah. Um, but you know it's it's crazy. Uh, but that was not the result of the game. No. Um, you know, again, but it did fire him up, and it, they did attempt to make a comeback. But man, my man, that, Matt Stafford's a fourth fourth quarter hero. The. It, that was such an exciting game. My wife even sat down and watched the last. Oh yeah, the last quarter, as the as the 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 uh, Bucks were coming back, you know, because it was it's so ironic. Cue the comeback. The announcer say, "Oh, geez, last time Brady was down twenty eight to four to three or yep. whatever it was, and what happened?" And then all of a sudden. They kept scoring and scoring and scoring and tied it up. And so he, he did erase that 27 to three deficit again. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, oh my God, can he actually do this again? That would have been phenomenal. But, you know, give it to the Rams. They were the better they, team that day. They were, yeah. Um, I do. I, I'm putting all of, I'm going all in on my chips with the Rams this year. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. Yes. Um, but you know what? It's, again, all 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 four of those games were just incredible. Okay, so the Bengals game, I did not. Tell me I, about your Bengals game. As a Bengals fan, also as a Chiefs fan, so congratulations, you got at least one of your teams going to the Super Bowl. Yep. That's awesome. But Bengals fan, um, what do you think they're feeling and thinking right now? A ton of confidence. Uh, I I said it before the playoffs even started. I think in our podcast, even yeah. before the playoffs started, I said I did not want to play the Bengals. No, they're, they they're they come into the playoffs hot. And like, they got the ooh. swagger. Oh yeah, they got the the confidence. Their defense is is now getting turnovers. Um, all the pieces are in the right places. Does Mahomes have the magic? To outscore them again. This is. I think this might be a high-scoring game. I I would think so. Now, based upon watching both of those games, the Chiefs and the Bengals. Now, the Bengals won by a field goal. It was not a high-scoring affair. The defenses just they stood their ground. Yeah. Do you think it's going to be a defensive game where one team stops the other, or is it going to be just an an all-out shootout like it was against Buffalo? Where the the last team that scores wins, uh, I think it's going to be the last team that scores that wins. But I think it's going to be a lot of lots of uh, big flashy plays, lots of big, great defensive plays. You know, Jamar Chase going down the sidelines and Willie Sneed coming up from behind and batting the ball down on him. Okay, right. So I think it's going to be lots of like great defensive plays because you're going to have to. Um, yeah, because the 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 offense for the Bengals is you don't see them. I I don't see them as being a high powered flying offense, but they are. Like they they've the, got the thing they, is they've yeah. got three they got three good wide receivers. Yeah, so who do you cover? 
You can't cover them all because if because if you double double one, you got somebody else. Now on the flip side, that's what helped help the Chiefs though, right? Because you know you got to cover Tyreek, you got to cover Kelsey. Well, what are you going to do? Well, Byron Pingle and Nicole Hardman stepped up and made some yeah, action happen. Uh, Jarek McKinnon's was, been yes. been flying in the in the the run pass option. So, I you know this was McCall uh, Hardman's I think best to my opinion best professional game. He was he was the most consistent. He was reliable. Had, he was. He's had some. He had some good games last year. Mm-hmm. But he was too. It was too inconsistent. This was his most consistent game. Or he was. He played throughout. He was relied upon throughout. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't so know, man. It's going to be a great weekend for football. Th- this should be a really good weekend too. Um, and the, guess who's off is... this weekend? Oh, nice. This guy. <laughs> nice, nice. Mm-hmm. So you're actually going to get to see both games. Uh, or or the family's got too much stuff booked. Okay, so we we we're doing it's an adventure weekend because when we get when I get the weekends off, we we do stuff. So, um, Karen, uh, my so my wife and my daughter they're going on a on a girls' adventure this weekend, uh, and uh, my son and I we're doing a boys' adventure this weekend. So yes, I will get to watch some of the game, but not all of the game. Oh my boy, our adventure is you're learning about football. Yes, now while I drink beer and we watch football. <laughs> yes, while while we're out in the woods. Here's my phone. Watch the game, son. Yes, that's it. We're going to teach you about football. Uh, we, we we've had we've had some good good challenges. Uh, he knows I love watching football, so when he sees sports on TV, he's like, "They scored, Daddy! They got a touchdown!" It's like, "No, that's tennis, son. That's 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 not that's not football. Uh, that's tennis." Yeah. So we're 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 working on it. We're getting there. Good. Perfect. Yes. Okay. Um. Outside of uh, those games, let's uh, let's make some predictions. I think everyone's pretty pretty much aware of my feelings. I think the Rams will beat the 49ers. Yeah, I think it'll be a great game. It's going to be tough. I think one of the best defenses in the league are the 49ers. I don't think their offense is consistent enough, but I'm still picking if- the, the Rams, and that's and that's why because I don't think their offense is enough. To, to be reliable, to to drive the field consistently. I think the Rams have got both. They've got a solid defense and a solid offense, and they can move the ball. So I'm picking the Rams. Who do you got? I, I got the Rams as well, but it's going to the, – the only chance the 49ers have is if Garoppolo shows up. With a broken shoulder and a broken thumb no, no, and, no. A, and a giant <laughs> ego. Yes, he's going to show up no. like that. Well, okay, but <laughs> it, 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 that's the, I think the, the only way the 49ers win – is if he has the game of his life. Because the Rams defense, the way they looked last weekend, they they looked mad. <laughs> they played mad. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, they're gonna be tough to beat. They're gonna be really tough to beat. And that's why I say Garoppolo, that's if that's the only chance they have is if Garoppolo shows up and and balls out. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna be a high scoring game. Because the defenses are are uh, a little bit too, uh, they're 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 really good. They're good match defenses. Yeah, so I think this might be a low scoring game. But I see. The I, Rams I take that. Out. Yeah, I want the Rams out. I I I, I take it at twenty one seventeen. Well, okay. All right, I'll I'll take that win. I'll take that that way. Now, 
Bengals and Chiefs, man. Like, which which side of the coin are you gonna fall on this one? These are these are your two teams. Uh, I've I well I've got it I've got it in our notes and then mm-hmm. you you can see it. I've already written. I can it out. yeah. Uh, but I, I want to hear your rush now. I I just I think that they are too too they hot. Are what the, they were they are what the Chiefs were two years uh, when they won the Super Bowl two years ago. Yeah, the confidence is there. The um the mentality of uh, put up twenty five points on us, we'll get twenty seven, and we can do it to you. Um, can they 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 can play from behind? Um, they've got. Again, like I mentioned earlier, you got three really good uh, receivers, and you got Mixon back, um, and Burroughs just has the confidence, and uh, I, and the defense is now starting to turn the ball over, so I I think this is going to be a, a higher scoring game. I, I'm going to say like forty two to thirty. Ooh, wow. Maybe even forty-two to thirty-five, you know, like a, a one-score game. Um, but uh, I see the the Bengals, and it's gonna be. I think it's gonna go back and forth. It's not gonna be like a. I don't see it being like the Bengals jumping out to like a twenty-one nothing lead or something like that. It'll I be back and forth. See, yeah, they'll 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 answer each other. Okay. Well, it it should be a good game nonetheless. Yeah. Uh, I, I wish. I wish and everyone it, all the best. And again, I, like I said, I, I think it could even come down to whoever scores last. Yeah, right. I, I totally, I can see that happening in both of these games again, where things are going to be super tight, not not massive blowout victories. I think the only game I might, I predict a blowout victory uh, would be the the Chiefs over the Bengals. If the oh, bank, and, and the I think Chiefs. here's why, here's why. I think if you rattle the Bengals' confidence, if they make a mistake early, pick six, fumble, master. If they make a mistake early, and you shatter or you you rock their confidence, I think the the Chiefs are probably more stable, more confident that they can come back from that easily, or they can just keep the pressure on and keep going. I don't know. I I would like to believe that this young team is able to bounce back from that. I don't know them that well to to say I haven't watched or followed them enough. But I would think that's probably the best chance uh, of a, seeing a blowout game is the Chiefs rock the confidence of the Bengals, and they can't rally rally back. Oh, fair statements. Fair statements. Uh, yeah, I, I'll be happy with either what either one of them going. But you know, like like uh, Burrow said when they said when uh, he was interviewed at the end of the game, you know. Ultimately, what's what's your what's your view for the next thing? He goes, my view is to get the Bengals their first championship. So he's almost looking past this game. He's his, like, I'm going his, past. Like, his, they're just in the his, way. I got to get there. His his end goal, mm-hmm. you know, like any like any any Super Bowl. Uh, Super Bowl or, or any any super athlete. My end goal is to win a championship. championship. Yeah, right? I'm not here just to just to. I'm not here to make play friends and, and yeah and have fun. I'm I'm here yeah. to win. Yes, yeah, yeah, I get that. And that's where the confidence comes in. Um, and uh, just to, to stay with the Bengals, um, there was an article that was put out. Uh, when did it come out? 
three hours ago. Jamar Chase was told in high school by a oh, college yeah. coach that he would never play wide receiver. Yeah. Actually, I saw that's right. It's right in the headline. Uh, Les Miles told me I couldn't play receiver. Yeah. Like, Are you so kidding is Les me? Miles still a coach? <laughs> I don't know, but maybe not after this. <laughs> wow. Nice evaluation of a mm-hmm. kid that's, <laughs> that's probably missed, winning rookie of the year. <laughs> yeah. You, you misread that situation, buddy. Yeah. All right. That, that's, that's, like, that's like all of the NFL taking Tom Brady in the sixth round. Sure. Cause you, you don't know, like you can say, Hey, look, I can see what you, how fast you can run. I can see these certain metrics, but I can't see to the heart of the man. I don't know what is inside you. And if for some reason there's something inside you that becomes unlocked, your talent and your ability can be overcome by passion and determination. Cause Like Brady, for his skill sets now, he did not have back then, right? But when oh, he un- when he unlocked whatever was hidden inside him, his determination, his his mental strength, the rest of it got in line behind that, and then his his physical attributes, his ability on the field, his vision, his awareness, his everything, it all got in line. So yeah, you never know what you're gonna find. He, I, they'll never be a player with the roadmap he's had ever again. No, there'll be ones that have different roadmaps that have great stories yeah. like Kurt Warner who has a movie yes. coming out. Oh, you're, oh, you're, you're, you're propping the movie. I'm actually interested <laughs> in seeing it. Um, I was never a Warner fan, so I don't know. As a sports uh, movie. I'm going to watch it anyways. Yeah, I suppose. Just, just, just to see it. Right. It yeah. can't be, it can't be that bad. And if it is, then I'm going to let you guys know. <laughs> yeah, we'll do do movie reviews on here now. That's it. We'll do um, sports movie <laughs> reviews. We might have to do an additional podcast a week if that's what we're going to do, man. Yeah. All right. Okay. Real quick. Uh, like we've been doing recently, we've been doing these little like this moment in his sports history or in yes. football history because I got this lovely calendar from a colleague at work. So I want to share with you guys on January nineteenth. That was a Wednesday. Last week, it said, which was the first NFL team to place logos on their helmets? Logos on their helmets? Yeah. Who was the first team or what was their what the, was the first The year? first team. First team. Yeah, you don't, you don't have to worry about the year because I'll, I'll shed that, uh, that little on? detail on you. Yeah, but who was the first team that put logos on their helmets? Hmm. Chiefs? No, the Rams. Really? Yeah. In 1948, the Los Angeles Rams were the first team to wear logos on their helmets. Halfback, halfback Fred Girk, hopefully I pronounced that correctly, who conceived the idea, painted two Rams horns on an old college helmet and presented them to team owner Dan Reeves. Impressed with the results, Reeves paid Girk $75 to paint 75 of the team's helmets. The idea became enormously popular, and by the early 1960s, all NFL and AFL clubs, except for the Cleveland Browns, sported helmet logos. Girk was also general manager of the Broncos from 1977 to 1981. Hmm. There you go. So the Rams spawned something else. Yeah, they they uh, they've got some football history behind them. 
Still not the oldest football team out there. No. All right. Okay, so if you go back to, was that just NFL or was that college as well? I think that this, in this case, it was just NFL. It says, when was the first NFL team to put logos on their helmet? Yeah. All right. Fact number two, and this is the last fact of the week. On January 20th, the fact was the Patriots edged the Chiefs 37-31 back in 2019 in the AFC Championship game at Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City. New England leads 14-0 at halftime and 17-7 at the end of the third quarter. The two teams collect 38 points in the fourth quarter after four lead changes. The Patriots score on a four-yard run by Rex Burkhead with 39 seconds to go in regulation for a 31-28 lead. Kansas City ties the score 31-31 with eight seconds left on a 39-yard field goal by Harrison Butker. On the first possession of overtime, Tom Brady leads his club on a 13-play, 75-yard, 4-minute and 52-second drive capped by a 2-yard touchdown run by Burkhead. Does that sound quasi familiar <laughs> yeah it happened last weekend <laughs> yeah it did <laughs> and this, so, the, this, in this the case set? the the uh, chiefs were on the other opposite yeah, the side of that it, result yeah 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 and, and it's odd that yeah isn't burkhead still playing he is still playing <laughs> he, he, he was playing for those uh the mighty texans yes yes he is all right well, those are the news and facts and details we have from the NFL around the league. Uh, we will be giving you coaching uh, and GM tracker information. As of right now, the only team I know that has solidified a GM is the New York Giants. They have selected, and I forget his name, at the, so I apologize for that. But he has been given the reins to manage the organization as he sees fit. And his first job is to find a head coach. So I wish him luck especially with the disaster of a roster that he has. Yes. Um, and it sounds like Sean Payton is no longer the head coach. He is stepping yeah, away of this from the saints after 15 years. That's, yeah. A, 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 that's an odd one. Well, I know he's had a long tenure there and I think he was in some turmoil a couple of years ago, but they worked out their differences and he stayed. Now, without Drew Brees around and the carousel of quarterbacks that they had, because they seem to be doing okay with Winston, and then he gets injured. It was not very good with Taysom Hill. They had Trevor Simeon, if you remember that Simeon disaster you and I experienced in our bets earlier this season. Um, And then Ian Book even got to play in a game. So uh, they're in desperate need of some solidarity at quarterback. Yeah, And I imagine... Any any head coach that comes in, they're going to have to make a decision if they're going to stick with with Winston or Taysom Hill. Like I don't know. Like that's some muddy waters right there. Yeah. There, I think they're going to be another team that is going to have to kind of find its identity again, and um, not necessarily re- like rebuild, but almost become like a team that. Nobody expects to win, but they do. Do well. Like well, they're garbage, in a bit of a garbage pail uh, um, group, mm-hmm. right? 
where guys are just, you know, hey, I'm the hardworking, I'm the hardworking blue collar guy. You know, it's it's that team, right? The not a whole lot of flash in the pan players. Because I don't think the Camara even. I don't know how much time he's got left. He's been beat up pretty bad. I don't know, but he hasn't doesn't have a lot of tread on the tires. I like Camara. I think he's probably the best asset that team's got yes. on the offense. But they've got the issue with Michael Thomas. They've got a quarterback solidarity issue. They're going to have a new head coach. Depending on what happens with that head coach, I can see them selling things off and going for a rebuild. I don't know if there's going to be enough there for them to make a a challenge within the division. Uh, the Panthers are floundering. They uh, they're changing their head coach. They're changing. They don't have a quarterback. Um, Christian McCaffrey seems to be perennially hurt. Right, he's got two years under his belt now of less football than more football. Yeah. We've got the Falcons in dire peril because they're they're in the same boat as the the saints yeah you've got an aging quarterback with with a very short uh lifespan you do have some talent in calvin ridley who may or may not be playing football with them anymore you got kyle pitts which is great you don't have a running back ish to say cordell patterson was a bright star but you didn't feature him throughout the entire season you just focused on him in the beginning it's and Tampa is going to be dangerous if Tom Brady comes back. So you have to give, I almost give the division to Tampa if they come back. Yeah. So what do you do? Do you, do you try and get another kick at the can one more year or do you blow things up and hope that Tom Brady retires next year? And that way you're in a position to, to take the, the division. I don't know. That's yeah. It's a, that division will be an interesting division. If, if Brady retires and Gronk retires, it's going to be a, almost a, a coin toss who can step up and take the division. It could be. I think whoever lands a solid, reliable quarterback, that'll be the team yeah. that goes forward. Yeah, Because I, I like the Panthers. They had a decent defense. Their offense was inconsistent because they didn't have a reliable quarterback. Uh, the Falcons, I think, are a couple pieces away from being being dangerous again. Um, same thing with the Saints. Uh, and if Brady comes back, I'm just going to give everything to that team, to yeah. Brady's team, whatever or they there do you, there. Or, or here you go. Uh, I'll, I'll just throw this scenario out. Brady retires. Yeah. So then Aaron Rodgers says, screw it. I'm going to go to Tampa Bay. Oh, that would be such a, <laughs> oh, such a dirty, <laughs> dirty thing to do. You know what? If Tom Brady could win with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, so could I. Could yeah. you imagine? Exactly oh, that'd be such a joke. <laughs> oh. All right. Oh. We, we just replaced Tom Brady with Aaron Rodgers. Let's go. <laughs> Back to the Super Bowl. Oh, no, because if that happens, he's going to get dunked on again by a team he does not want to lose to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Oh, All right. Um, any any other football news? Anything out there that's no, juicy or juicy? Yeah. The only thing that the only other highlight that, that stuck out to me was Gronk today saying, if they're going to press me to make a decision in the next couple of days, Mm-hmm. about retirement or not, I'm going to retire. Like, don't press me right now. Let me make my decision when I make my decision. So uh, that was pretty it's... much it. Press guys like that. Cause I can see it being tough as an organization. Like, Hey man, I need to start planning my future. Are you in or are you out? Cause if you're in, like I'll work with that. And if you're out, well, man, like I need to know because free agency is coming. I got to start. Yeah. Like deciding, do I draft? Do I do I recruit? 
Um, like, what do, what do I do here? Um, hopefully, in those scenarios, they they come to their decisions sooner than later, so they don't leave the te- their respective teams high and dry. I I with Gronk though, I think it's all dependent on Brady. If Brady goes, Gronk's gonna go. I yeah, I could see that. I don't think he, he doesn't want to play without him. That was the only reason he came back. Sure, it's because Brady said, "Let's go have some fun." And what happened? Have you, he won a Super Bowl. Ha- Jesus have you Christ. seen that uh, that Virgin Mobile commercial with Brady and Gronk? No. Okay. It, you, after after the show, you need to go and and Google it. Find it on YouTube. It's essentially uh, Gronk makes a phone call to Brady about retirement, mm-hmm. but they're on a crappy network. So all of what whatever Gronk is telling him is getting like chopped up. Okay. Right? So you you see you see the the message of what Gronk is saying, and then it cuts to Tom Brady, and then he sees what is being chopped up by Gronk, which essentially is don't be a sissy, get back in the football. Heck man, I'll even come back and play with you. It was was what 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 Brady hears, and he's like, Yeah, yeah, Gronk, you're right. I'm gonna do that. And then he makes his press announcement, and he was like, Yeah, I'm going to Florida. Playing football again, and Gronk's coming with me. And then you see Gronk sitting on the couch. He's like, "Oh crap, Mom, where's my pants?" <laughs> yeah, it's it's a really good commercial. It's funny. The, the, it's other, like... the other, if there was another one that kind of went the other way. Um, it was a YouTube video of Tom Brady with a bunch of kids. Yeah, and Tom Brady's like throwing the balls, and he's like, "Okay," but he's naming off former quarter uh, wide receivers and players. Amendola, okay, go run the the button hook. And then next guy, blah, blah, blah. And then he gets to the end of the line. He looks at the camera. Gronk, where are you? Get out here. <laughs> so it was like oh. kind of calm about to say, hey, get out here and start playing with me again. Okay. Okay. I'll have to look that one up. I have not seen that one. Yeah. It, uh, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a good one. But uh, yeah, no, really, uh, from, other than that, from news, there's really not, not a whole lot, right? Like, no. Have you checked out any of the uh, the early mock drafts that people have posted online? No, I haven't. Have you? Yeah. Um, no, nothing. There's nothing juicy, but it does it does give me hope that our boy Aiden Hutchinson makes it to the Lions mm-hmm. because it doesn't look like a big need for for the Jags at the the one spot uh, to take a defensive player. They go O line. And because there's like a generational talent um, that they're that's sitting out there. So they take them first overall. And then the Lions are like, hey, any of the defensive players that we want or need, they're right there. So maybe Aiden Hutchinson is our guy. Yeah, I would uh, for him to stay home, oh, to stay in massive. Michigan. Yeah. Oof. But that might be a lot of pressure on him. Uh, it might be. And I, I maybe he's he's got the shoulders that can carry that kind of burden. Yeah. So I. Yeah. I, 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 it'll be interesting to see where he goes and how he does. That was just, uh, he was at the start of the season last year. Yep. No, no one was even talking about him. No, no, he was and not, but he, he, he had a great year. Half, he had a, in the second half of the year to the point where he was a, a defensive player up for a Heisman. Yes. And he had the second uh, most votes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Crazy, crazy. Yeah, he had a great year. Hopefully, it it you know, hopefully it turns out to be like one of the Watt boys, 
right? Where he has a good, a, a good, decent career, um, and doesn't hit the the injury bug. Yeah, another Wolverine going big. Oh, it'd be fantastic. Um, and uh, Micah Parsons, he was a Wolverine, was he not? Yes. Yeah, he was. And uh, who was the number one rookie, as voted by ESPN and some other sports? Um, whatever they came out with their their ten best rookies of this year. Micah Parsons, number one overall, on both lists. Really? Yeah. Over Jamar Chase, Najee Harris, Mac Jones came in number two. By the way. Really? Yes. Wow. Yeah. I, 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 I can't see them not giving. No, not rookie of the year. Yeah, not the rookie of the year. There was some kind of like weird calculation based upon draft position, like draft capital that was invested versus overall performance and All team impact. Value. Yeah. So like, hey, these were the rookies that made the biggest impacts on their team this year. Okay. And by far, Mike, so Micah Parsons took took that number one spot. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't just like like rookie of the year. It was Micah Parsons. So I think Micah Parsons is probably going to win defensive rookie of the year, which is awesome. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Not to steal everyone's thunder as Michigan fans. We're just we just like to claim what little yes. victories we can get when we can get them. Watch we're gonna get flooded by other college teams. Uh hey, if you've hey, you've got something of note. Hey, hey well come on the show. And we'll we'll give you your five minutes. <laughs> yeah, just 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 message me in the uh, in the group chat, and we'll we'll get you on. Yeah. All you right. Can, you can promote your 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 division three. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll we'll give you some airtime. Yeah. Um, Speaking uh, of, of future episodes, actually, I want to give you guys a heads up that next week's episode is going to feature our commissioner, Donnie. He's going to be on the show. And the topic of next week's episode is going to be the life and times of a commissioner. Spit Spitball in the name, but the, the general con- idea of the episode is what it's like to be a commissioner. The challenges, the pros, the cons, what, what you go through. Now, Donnie commissions several leagues. And he's going to share some of the uh, the challenges and tips and tricks that he's learned over the years of being one. So for anyone out there that's looking at starting their own league or taking over a league, because sometimes that happens where leagues need a new commissioner, um, Donnie's going to share some of his wisdom with us. So nice. stick around for that one. That's and a, that's very that's an interesting topic. To, it is, you know, yeah. Like, how do you, you know, one of the biggest things that that I want to kind of get out of him is how are you mediating a uh, a dispute between two guys. Oh, I didn't mean to take that trade. Or what do you mean the guy's not tanking, right? Like how do you, how are you meeting that is, those disputes and stuff like that? That is a great question. And it is on the list. I, I gave him my wish list of things that I'd love to know. And he's added in his own ideas and he's working on. So we, we, we will see all of the truth and experience that uh, that he's obtained. And uh, I think it's going to be a great show. So stick around and come back for that one. Uh, the week after that, so two weeks from today, we've got Josh, a.k.a. the Multi-Beast, joining the show for the one and only year-end award show. And it's going to be a good time. 
Well, that's also going to be the Super Bowl oh. preview show. Oh, that is. Yeah, we're gonna have. We're gonna have. That's I'm actually really excited show. for that. So I've I've put together the the pre doc for that one and loaded it up, and he's been adding in some details. So no cheating and no no looking in advance. Okay. Um. Yeah. But it's uh, it's good stuff, man. It's um, he's a busy guy though, so he hasn't he hasn't collected all of this data yet, and he's being he's being very mum about the details. Um, it's probably because so, he's trashing you too much. <laughs> oh, last year I got trashed hard. I made some bad decisions last year. Yeah, I earned some silly awards. Um, so this year I'm hoping not to, and if I do, it's for good reasons, not for bad reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's the. Fun. There's going to be some good stuff in there. So that's going to be uh, coming up in a couple of weeks. So stick around for that. I'll give you guys the exact date here in five, four, three, two, one. That's going to be on February 9th. And that will be the our year-end show. Literally, that's it. That's the end of this season. We'll be capping things off by previewing the Super Bowl. Um, well, And then, no, we'll be ending, ending the season with our review of the Super yeah. Bowl. That's right. Thank you for correcting me. So yeah, which, it's uh, it should be good. Which spoiler which. alert, we might have some external clips. <laughs> yes. Depending yes, on, I did depending on how we uh, where we where we end up for the big game. Uh, just we might have some we might have some clips. Uh, yeah, which could be fun. <laughs> yes, it could be an utter disaster, but we're gonna we're gonna own it because yeah. that's that's what we're doing. Um. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, we're uh, we're nearing the end of this episode. Yep. We are fast approaching the end of our betting season. Yes, sir. Now, we continued on with our uh, NFL playoff challenge. We went head to head again last week, and I did win again. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. The Rams. Uh, the Rams did me yeah. good. Yeah. Your kicker got you like what? I a thousand know. points. Your defense got it, you a thousand points. What? Like oh, it was um yeah was nasty. Those those bonuses. <laughs> no, those bonuses were fantastic. Yes. Um, no, my okay, okay. Patrick Mahomes got me seventy eight points. He he's de- he definitely helped having having twenty four points from your kicker, <laughs> which yes. you normally get to less than ten. Yeah, it was fantastic. So I'm happy that I also get and that- your defense. Yeah. Uh, well, the defense is pretty good. They did twenty four, so that's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad. And, so. and, and here's the for everybody. Here's the really scary thing. Right, two minutes left in the in the Chiefs game. Mm-hmm. I messaged Mike. Mike, this is crazy. We are tied at two hundred and twenty four points each. Yep. And there's two minutes left in the game. And what happens? Mahomes to Kelsey. Mahomes to Kelsey. Mahomes to Kelsey. I'm thinking, yep. what the fudge? So by the time I read your text and I'm pulling up the app to check the score, I've already scored. Kelsey's the- already scored. 20-20. And I'm like, oh, hey, look. No, that's not the score anymore. I end up winning 254 to 228 at the end. Yes. Which yes. is some crazy score. I can't wait to see the scores next week. Yeah, because actually, this have... is this is gonna be brutal. I lost, I lost three guys, three important players. But no, but you still have okay. Patrick Mahomes at three times now. I do. Yes, you I have, have Cooper Cup at three times, and you have yes. Cooper Cup at three times. Yes, plus I my got, kicker and my defense. I got Jamar Chase at three times. Yep. Uh, Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon at three times. Yep. Uh, do you have it up in front of you? 
I do. Yes. You, uh, you, you have Elijah Mitchell. Yeah. You have George Kittle. Yeah. What you need to replace. Oh, and you have Ty- Tyreek Hill. Yes. So you need to replace your, your quarterback, your kicker and your defense, but you have two running backs and two wide receivers and a tight end, your core players all, all getting get three, three times, times points. Yeah. Yeah. So this is going to be an absolute crapshoot for me because <laughs> I have to pick two running backs and a wide receiver. And then here's the downside. I have to pick two running backs from, and I'm going to pick for them from teams I think are going to the Super Bowl, which in this case, because we're using the Highlander rule, you can't duplicate. So I can't pick players that you have. That only leaves me with Cam Akers or Sony Michelle or Clyde Edwards Elaire or Jarek McKinnon. Wow. Oh, McKinnon but, was so hot last weekend, too. But does he does he stay hot? Do 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 I trust that Jarek McKinnon is going to be the guy, or is Clyde Rosalaire going to get enough work to be to be useful? Again, on the other side, do I go with Sony Michelle or Cam Akers? Cam Akers, granted, was getting work, but he was against a very tough run defense, which again, he's going to be up against another tough running defense in the 49ers. And then I got to pick a receiver. I was like, well, crap. I got to pick a receiver, but chances are the receiver I pick, I can't pick him from the Rams because I've already got the Rams receiver. Yeah. I can't pick him from the Chiefs because you've got him. I'm not going to choose a second fiddle guy. Am I going to choose uh, a 49er or am I going to choose a Bengal? Well, you've got the Bengals' best receiver in Jamar Chase. So I guess here's what I did, folks I took Debo Samuel. From the 49ers, just just to get this week's win, okay. Knowing full well that he's gonna lose, and I'm gonna have to pick a new receiver in the next round, so I'm not gonna get those stacking points. I picked Cam Akers because I want those t- t- times two bonus next round, and hopefully he gets he gets enough work to be relevant. Um, and then I chose I made the pick of Clyde Edwards Elaire. Oh, that's where I went. Nice, nice. I have not picked mine yet, so um, I have to sit down and think about which quarterback to take. That's a tough one, man. Because you, what are your choices? You can't pick Mahomes, so that leaves you with Stafford, yep. Burrow, or Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. Well, I think we can eliminate one of those from the list. Oh yeah. That's I think Jimmy simple. G's off. Yeah. yeah. So who do, who do you like more, Stafford or Burrow? And That's really, to me, thing. it's gonna it's gonna come down to because I think they'll both perform equally well. Which one do you do you think makes makes it to the next round? Which one do you want to uh, try and capitalize on those bonuses? I got on? I got both those teams in the next round. So, <laughs> but then I got to think. Okay, for the next round, who's gonna win the Super Bowl and get more points? So, um, <clears throat> yeah, that and I got to pick my defense and my and my. Uh, and your kicker. kicker. Okay, to me, it's it's a no-brainer. Chiefs, right? They've their kicker is solid. It gets he gets work, and their defense is solid. No, I I I got my kicker. I'll take him Cincinnati's kicker. Then you might as well pick their defense and their quarterback, man, and go all in. <sighs> I don't know. I, don't I know. hedged my bets by trying trying to go two teams by by trying trying to pick the two teams I think will make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. But if you oh like. All in or not? Like, do you do you hedge your bets? Because right. the to me the right. then the only Stafford other Stafford just to jinx you. <laughs> oh, don't do that! Don't do that! Why would you do that? Knock on wood, 
I don't know, like take that back. <laughs> yeah, but if he's going to win it all, then it's just win it. Then win it all. Hey, he just has to make a Super Bowl. I'd love to see him win it, right? I don't want to put that kind of pressure on the guy. But just, <laughs> I don't want to put that pressure on him. It's it's all about Mike putting the pressure on him. Oh man, I can't I can't handle it. Just I don't want to put that energy out into the world. It, you're giving me anxiety just thinking about Matt Stafford on the precipice of being a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Yeah. And I'm not like he's not even playing for the Lions anymore. I'm not, I'm feeling that anxiety. Let's think about how uh, crazy Donnie's going then. Yeah, well, his team's been here before. Yes. So he has he has a bit of experience. My team, my guys have never been here before. Yeah. I've never had anyone this close to the Super Bowl that I've been emotionally attached to. Oh, there you go. So this is this is a big deal. And I will be wearing my Stafford jersey. I will be raw raw support. I will. I probably will have to not watch um at times because the anxiety will be so high. I'll have to look away and just wait for the plays to be over. Some yeah. Booze, my friend. That's that's how I'm going to cope that day. Is booze. Yes. Mm-hmm. We will. We will have to figure out where we're going to be and how we're going to get there and get home. But <laughs> okay. Well, uh, got some ideas. I do like that that little place over by your your place. We uh, we've had wings and beers at. I like that place. That was that was all right. And if they do, if they put the game on and we can work something out with them, I think it'd be fantastic. Yeah. Either that um, or the the place by your place, the, the BPs. Yeah, they, they do good. They, they always give stuff away. Yeah. And that's how we ended up with <laughs> with our Texans helmet. Yeah. Yeah. Which is still going to be nicely strung on my wall, by the way. Uh, I'm only down by four. Only down by four. Only down by four. I like the buffer. I'm feeling comfortable. <laughs> but considering we usually do about six bets in the game oh, yeah. of the Super Bowl. Probably the the whole point is you you want to like try and balance it out and make yeah. yeah even it out. Fair shots. Yep. All right, okay, well, folks, sir. I think that's it for this week. It's been fun. Yes, it's. Uh... Oh wait, wait! Before we go, you haven't watched this week's episode of Boba Fett, haven't you? No, no. Okay, I saw some friends on Facebook make some cryptic posts. And then, like, what does that mean? One of them was really weird, by the way, the comments. And I'm like, what do you mean by that? So when I had my lunch break today and I watched it, it all clicked. And I was like, wow, this week's episode was by far the best of the entire of the entire series thus far. Wow. The best. Oh, yeah. I may have to go watch before I go to bed then. Yeah. It um, I enjoyed it. It was fantastic. I got some cool, like, emotional vibes from it. Yeah, man, I liked it a lot. It was good. It's um, it's making me very excited to see how this is going to wrap up. Because isn't there only eight? Uh... Yeah, it's not. It's not a short. Like, I don't know. I don't know exactly the number of episodes. This one was five. So if there's only six, if it ends next week, like if that's the finale, like I'm curious how they're going to do it. If there's eight, okay, great. I could appreciate that. We get a couple more um, building up to the crescendo of the, of the climax here. But this week's episode was ooh, fantastic. So good. And for those that uh, don't follow Star Wars and whatever, 
Sorry, we made you sit through that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that, but not sorry. You should go and watch it. It's a good show. It's not as good as The Mandalorian, but it is really wow. good for those nostalgic uh, Star Wars fans. I that's right. Yeah. I gotta. I have to disagree. Really? You um, didn't like them? You think Boba Fett's better than The Mandalorian? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I I was not. Uh, again, being a purist Star Wars fan the whole baby Yoda phenomenon. No. No? And you know my views about Yoda. Yes, yes, I do. Um, yeah. I'm such a big Yoda fan, and for them to kind of, oh, you know what, I'm going to market this as a as another Ewok. No. No. It's a... No. Ewoks are just furry little fucking Muppets that deserve oh, hey, to be whoa, stepped on by... Oh, sorry. Little Muppets that deserve to be stepped on by the Adat Walkers, okay? <laughs> That's my view okay. of the Ewoks. Okay, so let, let's rank it out here real the... quick then. You know, we're kind of, we're taking this on a, on a significant tangent, but uh, do you like the Gungans, a.k.a. Jar Jar Binks, or do you like Ewoks? Where, where do you rank the two? <sighs> Honestly, the Gungans are higher than the, the Ewoks. Really? Oh, yes. wow. Wow, that is I, I, I just, actually am really I just, surprised by I that. I could not stand them. I could not You don't stand like Ewoks? Them. No. Okay. Having three PO as their god. Come on. No. <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. No. He's a shiny metal man. Look, this is fantastic. Like they don't understand. And then when Luke makes him fly, right? Like it's but again, it, it, it's, it's it was Lucas's way of attracting the younger kids. I get the whole sure. Marketing. I get the whole yep. the marketing part of it. Same thing with mm-hmm. the Gungans, right? That and, was terrible. I and, do not and, like the Gungans and, and, and Waddle, or Binks. and Watto in the in the the trash yard. Yeah, right? that was. You got to give the guy a funny voice so the kids think it's oh, it's so that's so cool. Oh, he's so cute. Look at him. Yeah, yeah. It's no. the same thing. Same thing that Disney's doing with the baby Yoda. It just no, no. Okay. You could have used. You should have used, used a totally different species. And I would have made, I might have been okay and, with and it. done something. Yeah. I, I would like to think that there is an ultimate grand story of why they did that. And we just haven't seen it come to fruition yet. And if there isn't, I'm going to be truly disappointed because if you're going to use that, you're going to take the, the uniqueness of Yoda and whatever species he is. And you're going to tell this story and introduce a brand new one for which we know absolutely nothing about or, or, or exactly. anything about his, his, his people. And you're gonna you're gonna introduce this new character. You better have a really really good like solution, like how this is all gonna come to an end. Like, and and if it's not a grand reveal, that's amazing. I'm gonna be truly disappointed. Yeah. Either way, this episode, go watch it. It's really enjoyable. Okay. Yep. All right, Sorry, folks. <laughs> that's it for this week's show thank you all for joining us and for sitting through all of the non-football related conversation but don't forget to like and share uh yeah don't forget to like and share this episode leave us a review tell us tell your friends follow us on facebook yep. twitter we you can follow us at poor man football and remember from one poor man to another if it's not fun it's not worth doing good night everybody have a great week everybody we